The following audio brought to you by TSF Entertainment Podcast may contain graphic descriptions of violence and or audio clips of violence or sexual explicit events. Listener's discretion is advised. They say this is a big rich town. Yeah, yeah. And I just come from the poorest part. Oh, bright light, city life, I gotta make it This is where it goes down, yeah Yeah, I just happened Come up hard, come up hard Legal or illegal, baby, I gotta make it I never it. took a straight path nowhere Life's full of twists and turns, bumps and bruises I live, I learn Yeah, slick talker, shit talker New Yorker, collecting property Playing Monopoly You might want bond with us Build and break bread You think I'm fucking round? Look, there's money to make here More snakes than rats It's just habits on my habitat Grab the strap I'ma show you who to blame it at Goddamn, can we all just get along? Hell no, not when you forget who put you on What's good, TSF Entertainment? It's your boy, the Juggernaut of Souls, and I'm with the bros, Retro CG and Jack of Jordans. And today we're going to bring you our episode of Power 608, Deal with the Devil. So it, it was it was definitely um, a lot of deals made with the devil. Um, I guess the bigger question is, who was the devil? Good question. That's what I was wondering. My damn stuff. There was a lot of devils. There was a lot of devils, right? Yeah. There definitely was a lot going on, man. But let's get straight into it. Let's go. Real. Let's get it. Well, so the episode starts off with um, Cooper Sacks coming out of his place and Dre running up on him trying to get Sacks to take off the ankle monitor. So um, Dre obviously doesn't know that Sack is on suspension right now. So, you know, he's trying to get. He's trying to get his shackles literally released um, from him. So, what's your thoughts on that and that whole transaction? Um, I just, I, yeah, I mean, Jack took the words right out of my mouth. Like, you know, we've seen Dre on like this whole, how can I say, comeback or whatever, showing he's this tough guy, whatever. But now I think he has this this level where he's. He's folding, you know what I'm saying? Like, he know the shit. He know the odds are stacked up against him. And, you know, basically, you know, throughout the episode, I don't want to go too far into what went down with Dre in this episode, but you already know in this episode, we going to see Dre, you know, do some, do some shit that all of us would have been like, you know what? Somebody needs to snuff his ass as soon as he walk outside. I... I don't understand the narrative with Dre. I don't understand what the writing. I don't know. I don't understand what the writers are trying to do with Dre because he is just getting away with just too much. I mean, he's wiggling out of too much. Last episode, like there, there's no explanation. There's no recap. There's no revisiting from the fact that he was just captive last week. He escaped, killed BG, and. And now he's walking around the street like there's nothing wrong. Tom is not looking for him. Too big, spanking out the I mean, I, I just don't understand how Dre just continues to walk around freely and not have a bounty out for him. I think uh, I think it's gonna change up a little bit, man, as we get further into the season. I mean, we on episode eight. I think we might see something around episode ten, episode eleven, where he got an answer for it, um, what he did to BG. My thing is with Dre is. You know, there's always that one worm snake 
bastard that always get loose. Dre is a survivor. You know, as much as none of us like him or the audience probably don't like him, I agree Dre with is that. a survivor. I agree uh, with that. Self, self-perseverance is, uh, is that's how he makes around. That's his, that's his, right. That's his forte, huh? Yeah, definitely. Whatever he needs to do in order for him to survive, he don't give a fuck. We cross, he don't care what he got to go through. As long as Dre survives, as long as his daughter survives, he's good. He don't give a fuck who it yeah, is. He, he looking like the writers got him looking like some kind of goddamn superhero. Like, mm-hmm. he's like he's the warm, father of the year. Like he's the father he's of the year. Like he's a great yeah, father. Like, and he's this great guy. No, he's he's really the villain. He's uh, really he's one of the villains. He's, he's, definitely a, he's definitely a scumbag, you know. But we with the writers, I don't think that – I think they kind of got a balance because even though as much as they try to uh, make it seem like Dre is his – excellent father in previous episodes you know we've seen that being a father you know they treat their kid like just like another person on the fucking street look at shy shit look at tyreek in the last episode i got pulled up he's a dirt bag and he treats that daughter more like a possession than you know his child i mean he's he's definitely a scumbag right yeah he's a scumbag speaking of dre so we then switched to ghost at his hotel room we hadn't seen ghost back at his hotel room what since season two season three Something so like um, we've seen um, Ghost at his hotel room and he gets a call from Dre and Ghost pretty much asking, you know, like, what happened to you last night? You know, why you didn't show up for the meeting with Jason? Dre goes on to explain that, you know, he got snatched up by Tommy and his goons and um, explain the Ghost about the ankle monitor and Ghost pretty much tell him, look, I don't want no parts of that shit. <laughs> Lose my number. Don't call me. Don't fuck with me no more type deal. So, you know, now he's on the outs with Ghost which he should have been from the beginning. But I guess Ghost was trying to keep him close as long as those feds was trying to use him as a witness. So now that all that is kind of dropped below the wayside, Ghost doesn't have any use for Dre anymore. So we Ghost see. Ghost is kind of using him as a pawn a little bit too, man, because that was kind of his way of putting, you know, somebody in between him and Jason and giving him a little bit more access to Tommy. You know, mm-hmm. like if he like if he would have made him the new distro or whatever, which I'm not seeing how I'm not sure how the fuck that was gonna work because if it was another season, I could see Drake getting killed and you know, and Ghost had to be the distro anyway. I digress. But um I think that's I think that's why he was using them. He just was kind of just putting them in the way. This is the piece that I need in order to not get tied up into this game because if I kill Tommy, I'm going to have to be the distro, and I could be able to kill Tommy because now you have a new distro, and you, you got to worry about me and business continuing as usual. And I think since he, I think since Dre, Dre didn't fuck that up, but he fucked that up by getting kidnapped and, you know, and being seen and all the other type of shit. So, yeah, Ghost is like, you got wires on and shit on your ankle and stuff like this. I'm shit, he pretty much a politician now. He don't want shit right, don't come that. around me. Right. Yeah, keep this shit around. Buddy. <laughs> right. Um, so, um, let's get into the whole thing with, uh, you know, it comes into it. Well, Tasha actually, Tariq. well, well, let, let's, let, before we get into Tasha and Tariq, Let's let's talk about the Keisha and Tommy thing, because this episode now, was pretty much the Keisha and Sack show. I mean, just about every damn scene, every other scene was Keisha or Sack. <laughs> so our next scene, we switched to Keisha and Tommy in their new house. And 
I, this was somewhat explained in the last episode, but I mean, it's just to me, I, again, it's back to the lazy writing as I was stating in um, last week's episode. Um, I, I get that they're trying to fast forward the season. They're trying to close out the season because, um, you know, they got the rollover into book two. And so a lot of, they don't have a lot of time to do a lot of storytelling. So I get that part, but you know, for them to just have a house overnight, you know, it's, it's unbelievable. And then the next day they're actually living in the house. It, it just, it's, it's unbelievable. But we then switched to um, Keisha and Tommy um, and Cash at the house. You know, Cash is getting ready for school. And uh, how is he even enrolled in a new school already? I mean, Tommy <laughs> just brought them to the house the night before. And all of a sudden now Keisha sitting down with him the, the next day, going over homework with him and getting ready to take him to his new school. It's just, it's, it's, it's unbelievable writing. It, I, I hate when they do this shit. But anyway, we we see Keisha and Tommy have a conversation with Cash about, you know, him being a little black boy living in the suburbs and how they're going to take him to school and pick him up and all that bullshit. And, right. you know, they're setting up right. their house, their little family situation, which, I mean, that's pretty cool. But to me, I just think Tommy has gone way further than we expected him to go with um, Lakeisha buying her a house and you know, he's keeping her lace. I mean, she's walking around here with Versace on every episode. The Porsche, Porsche truck. Uh, Porsche truck. I mean, yeah, damn. Like, ah. damn. Tommy, what are we doing here? Uh, He's right. putting her in the position to where she want to be at. He's pretty much he, he's pretty she wanted much to be Tasha 2.0. He pretty much going outside of himself, man. Like I think he I agree. Uh, he experienced a little bit of growth with previous relationships that that he been in. You know, he's treating this one a, a little bit different. You know, I don't know if it's because he got because you know she has a kid. You know, I don't know if it's because of the history they had together with him washing his money up in a, a salon for who knows how long. Whatever it is, you know, this is. I mean, I I don't know. If I skipped the part. It was like. Yeah, my life was in danger. Tommy puts him in hiding, and now they about to get ready to, you know, be a, a happy family and live like the fucking Huckables. I I don't know, but it, <laughs> it's just weird. It's just weird, and uh, and we know this. We know that they have different writers for different episodes. So it kind of goes back to what I was saying last week about the continuity of things. The continuity of things are a little off balance because initially key. Uh, Keisha and Tommy's relationship wasn't as strong as the writing is showing it it is as now and I don't know if it's because Keisha has participated in a couple capers with him and like you said D uh, she washing up the money in the salon and everything so maybe he has a new affinity towards her but you know back in the season where you know um, he was hiding her out from Milan you know he basically was just hitting that thing on the side so now, you know, she's become wife material, literally. And now he's given her this fairy tale life. And I don't know if it's because he knows that he has burned all of his bridges with um, Ghost and Tasha. And that's no longer his family anymore. And he doesn't have a family anymore. So I guess he's trying to latch on to Keisha and her son and make them the replacement for Ghost and his family and Tasha. Right. And so I think that he's just trying to make this life fit. For her and for him, I can agree with that. I can, I, I can agree with that. I mean, I, I think that, I think that you know, like you said, uh, this is the furthest we've ever seen Tommy with 
anyone. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. right? You know, so I mean, it's like it's like he's is he really taking this serious, or it's just one of them things where he just kind of like I um yeah because she's hounding me about this. I'm gonna do this. Well, it kind of you know goes back because to the episode kinda, this season where him and Tasha were sitting in the car and they were smoking. And Tasha was pretty much telling him the way to control Lakeisha was to buy her nice things. So I guess he feels like the more he gives her, the more loyal she'll be to him. And I think that we're seeing that because, like I said, she's walking around in Versace every day. You know, she got new money. She's shopping. She got a new truck, a new house. I mean, she got everything that Tasha had and then some. So, I mean, she's happy. But at the end of the day, she's not happy with what she's having to do to maintain this lifestyle. I mean, if she had this lifestyle without the criminal side of it, she would be happy. But because she's in fear of the police rolling up on them any minute, and we see that throughout this episode that she get ran up on constantly throughout the episode. But I think that if she didn't have those fears about herself and about the life they were living, that she would be more happier with the, the lifestyle that she's living right now. But it's, it's at a cost. And that's pretty much what Tasha had been trying to tell her all along that you know this was going to come with a cost. Oh, right. definitely will come with a cost, man. But I think that uh, I think that uh, the more that you let a person in, you know, the more you kind of fall into that sunken, you kind of fall into that sunken place. You know, it's like, <laughs> right? You know, it's like Tommy was inviting her to different avenues of his life that he never really invited Holly in. You know, like Holly had to find out. A, a, a different way by finding the wider money and all this other type of stuff, you know. Right, because even whatever. with Holly, he didn't let her handle the money. Because remember that uh, episode where she was trying to go <laughs> cash that check that time and he didn't want her to deal with that? Yeah. So you're right. He's definitely um, exploring avenues with Keisha that he had not explored with Holly. And I think with him, I think with him letting him, with him letting her in a little bit more, like he's exposing, you know, layers of, you know, layers of himself. Like he... I mean, you seen how he was about to get re right when they was like when he was like, Oh, he touched you? That motherfucker been acting for it for a minute. You know, so he, you see how you know he's he definitely has feelings. The feelings are definitely there. Right. You know, I just think the writers just kinda gave a little bit more exposure to Tommy life with Keisha than we ever see with with, with anybody besides Tasha. But he's also going through something at this time. I mean, you know, his his best friend, his brother is trying to kill him. Um, they're kind of somewhat on the outs with Latasha, um, Tariq. So th- th- there's been a lot of upheaval in the family in itself. So mm-hmm. I think it's, it kind of made it easier for him to kind of gravitate towards Keisha because he's he's feuding with his real family right now. And so right now he's trying to latch on to his replacement family. Let's talk about... Let's talk about motherfucking Kate just barging her motherfucking way up in the house. Man, Kate, <laughs> I like Kate. I, I, I love hey, Kate. Listen, that shit was funny. She was like, yeah, and I then just put a motherfucking way. Then put a motherfucking picture up in front of Cash, picture and everything. Oh, <laughs> claim her bedroom. She claimed Yo. the bedroom. Claimed the bedroom. Say, hey, I take I take the room on the on the far end of the house, so I ain't got to be in your way. Oh man, that shit. She was like, it's still the honeymoon stage, so I'm gonna go to West Wing. Probably <laughs> like, go to the West Wing of the house, right? Mother in law suite. Let me tell you something about Kate, man. It, 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 Kate is, she's like a wild card. Like, she just popped up out of fucking nowhere. Like, how the fuck you even know where the house was at? She just popped Again. up. She just popped up, like, 
yeah, so I'm I'm hearing this, that, and the other. But I knew where the writer was going at because they need to explain what happened to Holly. Right. And you know, she was she was teetering on that the last episode before Tommy put her out. Mm-hmm. When Tommy right. put her out of the, the loft, you know, um Keisha was trying to get out of Kate, you know, what really happened to Holly. And so, you know, Kate was just using this as the opportunity to kind of run Keisha off. You know, if I tell her what really happened to Holly, maybe she'll 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 kick rocks. But you know, Keisha held she held her own through that. You know, she was shook. Obviously, that news of hearing that Tommy killed Holly with his bare hands was upsetting to her, but she didn't let Kate see that. But she kind of handled that real well. Kate's just right. messy. Um, you know, we saw that kind of dynamic with Holly and her as well. You know, if Kate feels like this is not a good fit for her son, you know, she's going to step in and, you know, and be the same way as Tasha and the same way as Keisha has been. She's being a mother. So at the end of the day, whether she's a cokehead or whatever she wants to be, at the end of the day, she's still vested in her son's best interest, and she felt like Keisha wasn't the wasn't one for it. her son. Yeah, really. Um, she kind of she she's overprotective of Tommy because it wasn't just with Holly, it wasn't just with Keisha either. You know, it was with his dad too. So yeah, she she's definitely um she's definitely but but can we say that she was wrong? Can we say that she was wrong? Because think about it, when Ghost, when him and Ghost was beefing, you know, she pretty much squashed that beef with him. She told him that, you know, hey, Ghost always looked out for you. He always took care of you. You know, that's your brother. You know, you need to make things right with him. With Teresi, she she wasn't wrong about Teresi. I mean, regardless of the fact, Teresi left them. And, you know, he was a criminal, just like Tommy was a criminal. And she tried to tell him that, hey, this dude is no good for you. This man has been out of your life for all these years. And he comes into your life with a little story. All of a sudden, you kick everyone else out of your life for this man. Just be careful how you move with him. That's because Tommy is emotional, man. We know Tommy He's very emotional. emotions. He's you know, he did catch the people, you know, because of because of his emotions. You see how quick he was he, just open, open to accept yeah, he was, to the group. He was warned, he was warned, you know, easily about Teresi. You know, I think it was Kanan that said to him, like, you know, okay, now that you know he your father, what the fuck are you supposed to do? Play catch with him in the backyard? And not only that, but look how he was doing your best friend. Look how he was extorting him for money and shaking him down while they were in the prison together. Like, you should have been suspicious of this dude from the from the get-go. You know, this dude didn't have good intentions towards you and your family from the get-go. He uses it as an opportunity to squeeze on in, just like everyone else uses that same opportunity to bridge a gap between him and Ghost, and then to control Tommy through their relationship. And that's exactly what Holly did. That's exactly what Teresi did. That's exactly what Lakeisha did. Once but they see, got um, Tommy's affection, then they were able to control him through that and outs everyone else that was in his life. But the crazy thing is, man, I could see, you know, going back to Keisha, I could see how they was able to get to Keisha with Kate, you know, and, and Cooper Sacks and Block. Like, you know, she was getting pressed. And when yeah. she started throwing her son into it, you yeah. know, it, it, it kind of go back to the previous episodes, you know, where Kate was like, you know, you got a kid or she whatever. She's going to have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. And she made that decision. You know, it was easy for her to make a decision, especially when it, what happened was, or what we saw was that conversation that Kate, Tommy, I'm not I'm sorry, not Kate. Keisha, Tommy, and Cash had at uh at the table, at the dinner table while he was doing homework about being pulled over or anything that goes on in the neighborhood or whatever. Just don't say nothing or whatever. You see how the situation folded unfolded when 
they actually got pulled over when they was actually pressing her. Pressure bust pipes. And once you start putting somebody's kid in front of you, or you put somebody, you put some bars in between you and your kid, whether it's you on the other side of them, whether your kid is on the other side of them, you got to make a decision. She I think that's decision. what really, I think that's what really struck a nerve too when Blanca told her, um, you know, how, how do you think it's going to look? Um, you but being on that- one side of the glass and, Kat and your son on the other side. I think that's what really triggered the whole thing at that point. She wasn't really like, oh, okay, well, but, you know what I'm saying? But if she All wasn't right, so cool consumed with jealousy, if she wasn't so consumed with jealousy and envy of Tasha and Ghost, she would have been a little bit more prepared for how to deal with the situation because that's what oh, Tasha yeah, was yeah. basically trying to tell her. Trying to teach her, right. Hell right. yeah. Because that was the same thing that was happening with Tasha and her child. When they started coming for Tariq, that's why she had to reach out to Lakeisha for help. Hey, I need your help to help protect my child. Tasha right. would have been able to help her a little bit more had they maintained their friendship. But because she was so envious of what Tasha had and she felt like Tasha was just using her where she was doing the same thing that you were trying to do, protect her child. So, I mean, Tasha wasn't trying to get you to lie for her. She was trying to get you to protect her child. The same thing that you want someone to do for you and Cash. You right. want someone to protect you and Cash, but at the end of the day, you didn't you didn't want to play that part when it came to you protecting someone else's child. We see that later on in the episode. So, we then switched to uh, Sax going to visit Tamika, and Tamika don't got her a new um, private practice. Um, so she got a private practice. A white suit and a new motherfucking wig. Yeah. She's so thorough with it now, boy. When he walked in, she sat on the front of the motherfucking desk first. Like, what like, can hey, I do look, for you? What can I do? How can I help your ass? How can I help you? I need my retainer up front. But basically, Sack goes to her and try to get some advice on how to get out of the situation he in. And she pretty much told him, like, look, I don't know what I can do for you because I tried to warn you from the get-go that uh, Warner was not going to be someone that you need to let your guard down on with. And you pretty much hung yourself out the dry. So now, basically, if you can't prove this shit that you're talking about, it, it's a matter of where you're going to do time and how long you're going to do it. So she's like, I can help right. you out by trying to find you a, a place where you can be comfortable to do your time at, but that's pretty much all I can do for you. And and the thing about it is, I hate that because they killed off all the good lawyers on the show. So, like, nobody don't got no legal help, you know? And it's, it's Nobody. Just like, that's crazy. Nobody, nobody ain't got show, no good nobody help. Nobody has no good help right now. Like, everybody is on the outs, right? Like, no, nobody has any, like, oh, shit. You know what? Let me get my lawyer. Like, let me, like, no, nobody has fucking help now. Nobody. But you know what this everybody, reminds me of? This reminds gone. me of that season where Greg was on suspension when Angela went and put them charges on him about he uh, tried to rape her or attack her or stalking her or some bullshit. She went and lied to um, Sandoval about Oh, yeah, that's what she was saying. And, he was and, stalking her. And Mike was kind of running around here trying, not Mike, but uh, Greg was trying to run around here and try to clear his name up. That's what we see in this episode with Sachs. Sachs is just like, he riding all over town because immediately after he leaves Tamika, he we see him at Tariq's prep school. Again, how how do these things transpire within days and everyone just automatically knows how to find everyone? Everyone knows where Tasha is. is a renegade, dude. Everyone knows that Tariq, this is Tariq's first day at the new damn school and all of a sudden Sax is at the school. Sax right pop up. 
Yeah, but you know I mean, what? I got to give I got to give Tyreek some credit where credit is due. Um, the little motherfucker ain't stupid. I mean, when Sachs walked up, he like, I don't know what the fuck you talking about. He like, why the fuck are you questioning me? And my mom and my mom and daddy ain't here. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But that, I, that's I because he's got the cover. He's a smart little fucker. He's got to cover up his own wrongdoing. It's not so much as the fact that you know he's covering up his parents' wrongdoing because oh, I mean, yeah, think I about what that, what, what Sachs like, was he, questioning him about like hey, did you let your uncle into the penthouse or whatever? So he's trying to cover up his own wrongdoing. But yeah, Tyreek has gotten hip to the game now where he knows how to lie and he lies so well right now. To it's like you know there's it does no good for anyone to go question Tyreek about anything because the motherfucker's gonna lie with a straight face. And we see him, you know, I, I, I did like how he ran um, sacks off. Like, shoot, you're not supposed to be talking to me without my parents. Or whatever. Right. You know, he was like, you know, but I it just shows Sachs, how you, desperate I think, he I think is. Sacks was hanging out to Tommy Egan being his life jacket. Like, yep. he just figured if he could do whatever he needed to do in order to get Tommy to Egan flip to, somebody, to flip that, somebody, that, you know, that all you just forgive and forget, you know, like, he didn't want to take the thing off of, uh, he didn't want to take the tether off of uh, Andre. You know, he he didn't even tell anybody that, you know, he was no longer an employee or he was on suspension. He you know, ain't told nobody he, that shit. He ain't, t- he ain't told nobody that, you know, he just was trying to figure out a way because Warren had him by the nuts, mm-hmm. you know, and Tamika told him, Warren's going to have you by the nuts, you know, and he just, he, it's sink or swim, man. He was already sinking even when Warren first walked in because of the way shit transpired. And now you definitely sink into the point where you getting pop up visits from Ghost and Tommy. So yeah, let's talk about that since we talking about Mister Sex. You know they kick in the door and this man's watching teen porn. Mm. I don't know that Pornhub or X videos. I don't know what he was watching. X hamster. (laughs) 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 That man was watching teen. Porn. Hey, the funny part about it was like my man couldn't even go ahead and rub one out before y'all stuffed a uh, forty cal in his mouth. Like, hey, what the fuck? hey, my man still had his pants down and everything. He's like, what y'all do? <laughs> he was mad as fuck. Like, man, oh my god, man. I think he was like, more shit, mad because he was ready. What a way to fucking like, what a way to fucking go, like. Even if he, he didn't go, imagine, imagine at that point though, somebody has to listen. If they would have suffocated that man or blew his motherfucking brains out, at some point in time, that would have became a fucking uh, a fucking a murder scene full of evidence. This mm-hmm. motherfucker's in there watching porn on his laptop, bro. I guess he wanted it on the big screen. You know, regular people pull out <laughs> their phone. I guess he wanted it on the big screen. <laughs> But we we've seen oh we've, we've heard God. that mentioned we've heard that mentioned before in previous scenes that you know Sax was pretty much a pervert, so mm-hmm. um you know this was our first time actually seeing it, um you know we've we've heard people mention that to him about the escorts and shit like that, so mm-hmm. this was our first time actually seeing it and you know Sax was just being Sax, I think it was stupid for a ghost and Tommy to go there, um and now they have gotten so bold with their attacks now. You know, even when they ran up on the witness, uh, Maria, even though they didn't uh, roll up on her together, they went individually. But, you know, back in the day when they used to go do work, they would try to conceal their identity somewhat. 
now they're just all out in the open and they're just busting in, kicking down doors and shit. You know, normally they'll sneak in through a window or a back door or an alley or something like this. Now they're just kicking down doors and spraying up people's houses and they're just doing the most. And I just think well, I, mean, now, I mean, now at this point, I mean, now at this point, everybody's so fucking dirty. Who's going to believe fucking who? And you got to assume, like, given previous from season one to fucking season five, all of them has had fucking alibis. So it's just like, yeah, I wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? As long as they don't leave shit there that, that indicates them in that place when that shit took, when that shit happened, I wasn't there. I was here. And then they go back and, yeah, he got a, oh, he got an airtight alibi. So we have to assume as the viewers that they have alibis. And that's how I looked at it. Like, the motherfucker walk up in there like, damn, y'all knocked on the door. This man opened the door and y'all just rushed his ass. You know, I think what happened with that, man, is I think what happened with that is, is once Ghost got that vision from Blanca, which we got to touch up on that too. Once he got that vision from her, and, and he was like, well, nobody's going to believe what sex say or, or this, that, and the other. I think at that point, it didn't matter whether or not he saw their faces because nobody was going to believe the shit anyway. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it was kind of like, let's go take care of this business. And even though they let him go, we see that when he went to go tell Warren. He was yeah, like, but what you, you don't know, you they are. what you don't yeah, know, Warren was like, sloppy, yeah, yeah. what they're getting sloppy with, what oh, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. is whether or not the building has security. It's no different than Tariq going to pick up those asses for Canaan. Facts. Guess Facts. what? The reason how he's caught up right now is because he's on surveillance. So uh, they're just they're moving a little too they're moving a little too fast. And speaking of security, I, and I know we touched on this already in another episode, but it just it goes back. I, I'm irritated with the writing because even with Ghost's building, I mean, this man lives in a luxury penthouse in Manhattan. You're telling me that there's no cameras in this building whatsoever for the service entrance. There's no cameras whatsoever to see Tommy going in and out of this service entrance with this big ass gun and sprayed up the place. I mean, it's unbel- it's, it's it's unrealistic. It's unbelievable that uh, a luxury penthouse like this don't have security, twenty four hour security cameras over it. It depends because you know when whenever Ghost did some dirt, you know Tasha would take you know the stuff and then take it down whatever she had to take it to and burn it. Yeah, she took it down to the uh, the basement. The basement. Yeah, she took it down um, to the basement. The, um, and she burnt it. Yeah, put it in the incinerator. Yeah, so she so she always had access to that, and you know it was never. I mean, he wasn't getting investigated at the time, but it never was a. a um, I I think that would have been a little bit weird, you know. If security could have picked, if security could have picked that up, we don't know if they had security cameras, but if they did, have but if there's cameras, an alarm, to me, if there's an alarm on the security on the service entrance door, then there should be a camera on the service entrance door. I mean, I, I agree. Think with the, I think with Tommy and Ghost, though, like if there was that, we didn't see them walk into the building. Like we see them walk into the building and it kind of goes into a porn scene with, with sex. So it could have been the camera and maybe we didn't see them put their hood on. Maybe the writer didn't want us to see them put the hood put their hood on. I think they're getting a little bit more bolder with their shit. Yeah, they are. I don't think they're getting a little I don't think they're getting I don't think I wouldn't say it's carelessness as, as much as 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 much as they have been previously with the open trying to kill each other type shit. But I think I, I think no. The reason why I say it's careless, Jack, is because you don't leave a witness alive, regardless of who's going to believe them or not. You don't leave a witness behind, that shit especially me, one, man. 
especially that one like Sack, because there is still an opportunity for him to get back on top. And you have given this man everything that he needed, basically, to pursue you. But nobody now, believed him. He done. At the moment. <clears throat> he's at cooked. the moment. But something's going to break through. Something's going to shake through. I mean, some something has got to give. There is no way they're going to skate through all this. There's no way they're going to they're going to skate through all this. Um. So speaking of sacks, we see him again roll up on Lakeisha, try to shake her down and get her to flip. I mean, he's he's desperate at this point, and he's desperate to try to get someone to believe him, to get someone to work with him. And I guess what I was trying to figure out is he's on suspension right now. So even if he was able to get Lakeisha to flip, like how was he he's fired work right that? now? Right. Well, no, he is. He wasn't fired at this point. He wasn't. Oh fired no, 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 no. He at wasn't. this point, at this point, he was still under suspension. But even still, with that, how was he going to work that to his advantage if he was able to get? Lakeisha to flip and you know she pretty much told him get off her property she, he's on private property and kick rocks and all that bullshit well you know when you get caught with your dick in your hand literally and figuratively you know you gotta do what you gotta do in order to <laughs> in order to be you know, in order to get back to where you was at you know what I'm saying like you gotta you know that's basically what he was what he was trying to do he was trying to hang on to anybody you know, as a lifeline, you see how desperate he was when he was uh, when he was sitting down in that chair and they were trying to suffocate his ass. And he was like, "Yo, she shot an edgy right in front of you." It goes like, "I ain't seen shit." It's the same thing with it's the same thing when he went to Tyreek and you know and, and popped up on her. I mean, popped up on him. Same thing with Keisha, except for Keisha was just a weaker link, so he probably should have attacked her first and probably right. kept pressing her, and he could probably could have got somewhere with that. Right, but too little, too late. Warren headed out from him in the beginning. Warren was waiting for him to fail. And, and he knew that he was going better. to. He knew what he was going to because you remember what he told him, man. Uh, in 601, he told him, he said, I'll give you rope to hang yourself. Sax just got too sloppy with it. He was just, he was on this vengeance. He was on this, this, this vendetta. And he wouldn't let up. I mean, even when the evidence started to turn a different direction and show that, hey, maybe Ghost didn't kill Angela, he was still persistent on saying, yeah, he did it. And that's what Blanco was trying to tell his stupid ass. He was trying to tell him, like, uh, follow your evidence because your evidence is telling you one thing, but you're trying to paint a narrative of another thing. I mean, all the pressure that he put on Lindsay and Proctor, I mean, he, he was a direct result of getting those folks killed by trying Facts. to get them to snitch on someone that wasn't guilty of what he was. He was, he was pushing too hard. And because of his actions, what we're seeing now is his consequences. So this is his consequences Facts. for the thing, for the loss for the people's lives that he, he got costed for that bullshit. The witness, all of them. He's directly responsible for their deaths. That's what happens Facts. when you're desperate. You got desperation. Facts. You know, you, you I understand desperate times call for desperate measures, you know, but guess what happens when you're desperate? You make men, you make a lot of mistakes. And you know, you ain't really thinking clear. Yeah, you ain't really thinking clear. You try to get you just try to get out of your you just try to get out of the situation that, that you're in. So therefore, that's what that's what happens. He did whatever it is that he had to do. Whether he lined up with Keisha and maybe get Keisha to flip. Tyreek wasn't gonna flip. I don't know why he even went that direction. Uh, you know, whatever. He's been there, done that. He should have. It's a waste of time for any of them to go talk to Tariq or any of the St. Patrick's. It's a waste of time for them because they all they're all going to stay true to themselves. They're all going to stay true and somewhat loyal to themselves. They're not going to flip on each other. 
they're not going to give you any information. So it's it's almost a waste of time going to visit them. But Tyreek, hey, but 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 Tyreek, um, you know what Tyreek kind of um, he showed me a couple of things during this episode that uh maybe think that yeah you probably can be a pretty good drug dealer. Sorry to say it, but you probably can be a good drug dealer. You see how he played that teacher. Yeah, but I guess the thing that bothers me so much about so, Tariq is, so is his attitude. The first half, he has he such an attitude that. towards Ghost, and really, Ghost is not responsible for the troubles that you are in right now. You're responsible for your own actions. You are the one who went out here and did these um, robberies with Kanan and, and uh, Ray Ray them, and you're the one who got caught up. You're the one who's out here trying to throw your old man under the bus and align yourselves with people that hated your old man to make him out to be this bad guy. But what has Ghost truly done to him to have that make him so angry with him? The man is trying to give him a better life. The man is trying to protect him. He's going to any length to protect him, but yet and still we still see Tariq disrespect his father. How do you have so much of an affinity towards your mama? And not your father and your and your mama is just be, as dirty be, as, as your dad. Because it, because his mama letting him get his fucking way. That's why. His daddy exactly. like, hey, I want you to go, I want you to go to school. I don't want you to be on the bullshit I was on when I was your age. He don't want to fucking hear that. You know what I'm saying? That's his that's his part. That that's you your daddy's son. That's how you gotta look at that. Like I want somebody to put some hands on this boy and get you know this what I'm boy saying? to one. I two. mean, major Major facts to that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you Yossi know, he didn't, he didn't broke in the, he didn't broke in the motherfucking teacher classroom, found out everything he needed to know about the teacher. He didn't front at the teacher bricks. You know what I'm saying? Well, not bricks, but he didn't front at the teacher packs. The teacher fucking got a little cell phone. You know what I'm saying? Got a little trap phone right now. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. And then still, when he rolled up on Tariq, he still was like, hey, I don't know um, what about. was that you? He like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, see you in class. But Tariq's That's... little licks always start off good. They they always start off good. He had a good thing going. He was doing a little um breaking and entering thing. That went south. He fucked that up. Um when he was doing he had appeals, a proper guidance when it comes down to being a he ain't had a proper guidance though. You know, now he got Tasha who yeah, it, but it, Tasha can only control him so much. Tariq is his own worst enemy because, like I say, all of his little licks, all of his little schemes always start off good, but they don't always end well because, again, he gets sloppy. Just like when he made the decision to mix the baby aspirin in with the rest of the pills, you know, I mean, it's just stupid little shit like that he does. But he made that decision on his own. He didn't have that backing of Tasha. Can we, he made that decision. But he's still like, a child. The, he's a child. Hey, He's a we child the- playing in an adult world, a dangerous adult world. I just don't think that we're going to see Tariq grow up to be this successful drug kingpin. He's a child and he's still immature and he still lacks maturity of an adult because he's 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 got so much hatred in uh, consuming him over his father. The only reason why he's doing this is to pretty much make trouble for his dad. Right. Can we look at the fact that uh Tasha's mother has finally fucking grown her conscience and now everything that they doing is also oh wrong and it's not the right thing. But I mean first first season, second season, third season, fucking James was paying your fucking rent and you knew it came from drug money. You knew what that man did for a living. 
And now all of a sudden you didn't you didn't grew this conscious because you have an at home daycare. So Tariq needs to find Jesus. But I think a lot of her comfort with that was was wrapped up in the fact of legitimacy. They had legitimacy that that kind of masked the drug dealing. You know, they had the washing poles, they had the nightclubs, you know, they had other things that were going on that kind of sheltered them. They weren't out there selling drugs. They wasn't out there moving to work. They had people where it was working for them and you know the money was just coming in. So I think it made them it, it made it a little bit easier for the mama to somewhat digest. I think what we see in this episode with her is seeing that her daughter and her grandson are now out here trying to sell drugs and just desperately hold on to this lifestyle that they had. I guess it's kind of disheartening for her because, you know, the mama has realized that, hey, we've lost one child in this in this. Now, you know, we're going to lose it all. So I think the mama is more so wanting her to move in a different direction. Hey, if you're going to open up a legitimate business, let it be a legitimate business. But you out here doing the same old shit that you were mad at ghosts about. So, you know, I I do agree that it's it's laughable to see that her mama is growing unconscious all of a sudden. Like, you know, you've been with the shit from day one. You know, you pretty much told your daughter not to leave her cheating drug dealing husband. But now all of a sudden you're more so concerned about them needing prayer in Jesus. I mean, that to me that's <laughs> that's bad continuity again. Right. Hey, I got a question, and this is basically for the both of y'all. Um, we thought that it was pretty much a done deal after seeing like the robbery at uh Truth and um, you know, Alphonse being shot and Tate saving the day. So after this episode. What you think gonna happen with old Tate? I don't understand why Ghost threw away Tate's now. I, I, he didn't get as far as he needed to get with the Queen's Trial Project, so I didn't understand why he disposed of Tate this soon. Like, you know, I've been seeing it in the writing all season that we're leading up to Ghost um, getting on a ticket and being able to run for a lieutenant governor. That's great and wonderful. I mean, he's got Ramona in his back pocket. But yeah, Ramona with that. But he shit. hadn't gotten to the point yet where he was winning. He hadn't she gotten said, to the I point like, yet. She said, I like him. So I just didn't understand why he set that whole tone up with the with the uh campaign manager to turn the mic on and all that bullshit. Like it wasn't time to get rid of Tate yet. Like I didn't understand unless it was that he felt like he wasn't going to be able to control Tate if he did win the governor's spot. I felt I felt Could like that has been done. Could that have been done off the sheer fact that he said nobody gives a fuck about the Queen Child, the Queen's Child Project? Could that have been that? That was like really like because if you look at how uh, Derek kind of dragging look, on it. if you look at how Derek looked him in his face, like, oh no, the fuck you didn't say that. To oh, that's him. how you feel. That, that's, that's how, how you, you feel. Like, yeah, I'm sure that look like that's how you feel. All right, I got you. Well, nobody care about because your now it's kind of. Cause now, so now it's kind of like if you you wanna you wanna be technical about it, you wanna be technical and you look at it, it's basically like saying you know what I'm saying like Derek is cool with running with you know what I'm saying with running with James you know what I'm saying he he with the shits you know and well, basically he, he, he like, trying to get his little taste little- of revenge at the end of the day he was fucking his wife and you know he fucked up his life. You know so basically I'm gonna get a little taste of revenge because at the end of the day nobody likes Tate. 
you know, the people that work for him didn't like Tate. Ramona don't like Tate. Ghost don't like Tate. So, you know, let's just get rid of him. Let's just get rid of him. But I think that Tate knows too much about your dirt and how you move. And Tate has been too useful for you this season for you to get rid of him just this quick. I didn't understand uh-huh. what the what the sense of urgency was of getting rid of Tate. You know, I, I, I'm gonna let that play out a little bit more, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna let it play out a couple more episodes because I'm you don't have no uh, input on the jet. It, it's not. It's not. I don't think. I, I don't. I don't see why they got rid of him so soon either. I like he's still useful. He was still you know? useful, yeah. So I I don't see why they, I don't see why they got rid of him so soon, except for re- revenge. And if they want to revenge. They could have got that in the last episode if they wanted to. I mean, this was a better way. This was a, well to me it, for Ghost for for Derek, it was all revenge. Absolutely for Ghost, I think it was eliminating. He wanted to move Tate out of the way because now Ghost now sees an opportunity for himself to become governor. So hey, let me get rid of Tate. But the thing about it is though, Ghost, you got too much other loose ends that you ain't tied up yet in order for you to be on cruise control right now. You're Back. not on cruise control right now. You're not you're not out of the danger zone. Whatever yeah, happened to the dude that, that, that whatever happened to the guy that um fucking Tate hired to follow Ghost around? That, 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 there we go back to the sloppy writing again because that that I I guess we're to assume that he hasn't been activated again to do anything related to ghosts and we may not have seen the last of him as well because I mean there's a lot of open ended type of situations that aren't ended and they're just kind of lingering out there and hopefully they'll close up a lot of these gaps or maybe some of these uh, characters will roll over into the continuation series um, the book too, because at the end of the day, we know that Ghost is going to survive. We we know that Ghost is going to end up making it out. Ghost is probably going to be the governor or lieutenant governor, and now he's still going to have people that are going to be coming after him all different directions. Seems like he's going to try to set up some type of um, scheme between him and Jason, and then at one point he's wanting to kill Jason, but. I actually think that Jason and Ghost would probably make good uh, partners. They would make good business partners Jason if they got Tommy, Tommy out of the way. Next couple seasons, mm-hmm. next I mean, next couple episodes, Jason ass is out of here. Mark my words. I'm not sure about that. Mark my mm-hmm. words. He's out of here. Yeah, I don't man. know. I got to see more info with that too. Like I got to see yeah, more yeah. info with uh. But with, look, why they decide to get rid of him? Let's 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 talk about your boy. After and I think Retro mentioned it. Um, when Ghost told uh Dre, don't fucking call me again, lose my number. And he's in the restaurant, you know, his daughter's, you know, coloring or whatever she's doing. He got the sandwiches up there and Blanca rolls in on him. And this man with a straight face started fucking snitching. That's what he do. Start fucking snitching. That's what he, that's what but it do. goes back to what I was saying last episode. A rat is a rat. I get that. And in the streets, there ain't no snitching. I get that part. But at the end of the day, look how everyone has treated Dre. Everyone expects Dre to be loyal to so, them. But everyone are you saying has, are you saying that his snitching is justified? <laughs> I'm not saying that his snitching <laughs> is justified. But when it comes to Tariq, <laughs> when it comes I think to it was Tariq, more so with with what James, what what Ghost said to him, and then what Tariq did to him last episode. I agree. There you go. 
I agree. You gave this man motivation or you gave him, you, you pretty much told him that, hey, you know what? I, I have no use for you. But in the, fucking streets, much- in the fucking streets, regardless of what a person do to you, you fucking handle that like a man. You don't snitch. You never snitch. But I think Dre is trying to eliminate all levels of competition because he wants to be the man. He wants to be a distro. He wants to be out here. He wants to be doing his own thing. So he wants to get rid of any any threats. And he looks at Tariq as a threat because Tariq is always threatening him about going to Tommy and telling Tommy and telling his dad on this and that. So let me get rid of this little bastard right now because getting rid of Tariq will get rid of Ghost and Tommy as well. So I think Dre is just trying to uh, position himself to clean up. He's just going to eventually die a snitch because he'll never be the man. <laughs> I don't no, think he, I don't and nobody's going to work with him. Gonna die. I just think he's going to go away. You think so? I, I don't he know. Might be a, I don't he know. Get, he get out of stuff like he, he. There's never was. Come on, now nah, he went into a van getting like six guns fired at him at once. It didn't get hit. He did get hit. He got shot in the leg. Remember? Oh well, I mean, he didn't. He didn't die. No, he didn't. So it's just kind of like, uh, it's like it's, it's just becoming like I just see him snaking his way out of everything and going to live up in, like you said, going to live in Connecticut with light skinned dude with tattoos and is going to change his name to Rodriguez or something. I don't know. I don't. Let's talk about Rodriguez because I I, I don't know how to read her because at some point I feel like you know she's on the up and up. And then I see what she did with Sax. Like, she totally threw Sax under the bus. I mean, you know, she lied to the man, said she's going to work with him or whatever, and she pretty much used his information to pretty much seal his fate and, you know, get him in uh, more trouble than he was already in. You know, I mean, Blanca's going to come through and she's going to clean up this case. I just don't know who she's going to get. She's going to get Sax. You know? Well, she's already got Sax, so now is 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 going to be... Tommy most likely that they're probably going to get, Dang and I don't. Funny. I think Tommy. Tommy's oh, not going to go out. No, not he's not going to go to jail. So Tommy's going to get killed. You missed out a little part with that little cup and the and the and the little cup, and we just looking for. But see that's but but see that's but, but that see, DNA implicates Tyreek. It doesn't implicate. Right, those, right. Said right. It implicate. Said, not to mention, not to mention, doing what she did that cannot even be entered as evidence because. How come it came? Because she had no right to take it. She didn't have a warrant for that. You were there talking to him. You can't just take That's a person's fact. property and say and you miserable. can't take a per- you can't take a person's property and just say, hey, run this for fingerprints. Oh, well, you know what? Yeah, we got this fingerprints at a crime scene too. That shit is inadmissible. But what difference is that then when Angie had um got ghost fingerprints off of the windowsill that was at the time thing. when that was a murder scene, though. Same thing. Nah. Same thing. Nah. She got the DNA. She got the DNA. She got the DNA for no, Ray Ray's it house. Only prove, but see, it only proves he was there. It don't prove that Tariq actually shot him and killed him. It only proved that Tariq was there, and he very well possibly got hurt. How did he get hurt? Who the fuck knows? They don't have any evidence because Tasha got rid of the gun. Tasha burned the clothes. Tasha did everything that she possibly very well could do. And we know and what happened to the alibi. 
Well, we're gonna and talk we about know what happens. But the alibi is shot to hell. The alibi is shot to hell now because you got to think about it. Lakeisha was an mm-hmm. alibi. She's dead. Kaden was an alibi. He's now dead. They now have Tariq on camera picking up um, Kaden's ashes. How are you going to say that this person kidnapped you, but now you're going to pick up their remains? I mean, all of it is is painting reasonable doubt that this is a fraudulent. Angela's dead now, so she can't close in any of the gaps. All the people that were helping them facilitate this alibi are gone now. So now if they reopen that case, guess what? They have nothing now to protect Tariq because how is Tariq going to explain being there at that flock when he had alibi saying that he wasn't there? So all this is is going to get them closer to the truth. Yeah, they don't have a body. Yeah, they don't have a murder weapon. But at the end of the day, they have his DNA at the crime scene. Yeah, and that could just prove that could just prove some sort of incident. But guess what? Just like Angela ran his cell phone records, just like Angela um, um, ran his cell phone records and found out that uh, and told Tasha where he was at, guess what? Blanca can go back and run his cell phone records and see that he was there as well, too. Facts. But at the same time, like I said, if they say, okay, well, you was there, Tariq, why did you lie to us? We found your blood at the crime scene. I mean, at one point, uh, one point of another, he could just sit there and say, "Oh, well, you know, I used to date his cousin." Any fucking thing. And don't, and don't forget about the ballistics that trace back to Tasha's weapon. Tasha's weapon is gone though; it was reported stolen. And don't, it doesn't matter. That, it doesn't matter. The ballistics still show that it was her weapon. <laughs> it was her weapon that they pulled the bullet from. At the and that's scene. facts, but that doesn't prove Tariq did it though. And Kane was proved- in Washington. And Kane, they also found the uh, gun in Kane's truck, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah. The evidence showed that. The evidence pointed to Kane. But now, go. now but guess who else was in the car with Kane? All they can really but say is guess who else was in the car with Kane? Yeah, but all they car with Kane. But but all they can very well possibly say is, oh, Tariq was with. Uh, well, T- Kane and Tariq was together. They were in the apartment. Tariq is just saying, hey, well, I ain't want my mom and daddy to know. Yeah. I spent several times, I was there several occasions, I was sleeping with his cousin. Let's see how this plays out. I'm let, just saying. Let's just see how this plays I'm out. I'm just saying. I, I, I think remember we just, jammed up. Remember we just had this conversation we was asking, what happened to these people? Where did these people go? This is probably what little Destiny is going to pop back up. Hey, well, how did your blood get in the crime, at the crime scene, Tariq? Well, um, I was dating his cousin, you know what I'm saying? And me and her were sleeping together. I didn't want my mom and dad to know. But, um, yeah, I was there. I cut myself, and that was that. They all know that Kanan, uh, they all know Kanan and Kanan and Tasha and uh, Ghost, all those, all them were affiliated. They know that. Which brings How us to the, the juicy part. Let's get to the juicy part. How did he get the gun? <laughs> How did he get the gun? The juicy part. Let's get you to got the access What's to the juicy part. You got to the access. You got no, 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 don't bring it up yet, bro. We got access. And we got we talking about this now. We got access to the gun. Kane had access to the gun because you've been in the penthouse before. But all that, but you have to understand. All that is now going to be torn apart because of the simple fact that the evidence oh, is yeah, telling I'm, a different I story mean, yeah, than what yeah, the written statements are saying. And that's facts. But you got to remember, and then with everyone, them doing what and they everyone just did, that was a witness, with, and everyone that was a, a quote unquote witness is now 
dead. Well, with Blanca doing so, what she just did, that glass is inadmissible anyway. I don't give a damn what nobody I says. Don't, it I might don't, come I'm up. Agree it with might that. come up because we've seen a lot of dirty shit going on. But in, in real life, facts. You took that. Yeah, in real you life, took facts, that goddamn in real glass life facts because if, it's if, just like if you oh. spit on the ground. If you spit on the ground. They will go and get your saliva and uh, run a DNA. They'll get a soda can um, out of an interrogation room from you drinking and get your DNA off of it. They'll get a hair swab. I mean, so we've seen in um, law enforcement throughout the years that they can abstract DNA from several different ways without having to have a warrant. Because at the end of the day, that, that DNA is not necessarily being used against ghosts. It's a comparison. They're using it to compare it against the DNA that was found at the crime scene, which they said it's 50% um, um, Ghost St. Patrick's DNA, so that means that's his son's DNA. So all they have to do now is go to a judge and get a warrant for Tariq's DNA, and now they actually have a sample from Tariq to compare against the crime scene. All this is going back on towards Tariq. Oh yeah, no doubt, no I doubt. Mean, at the end of the I, day, I he's the one who did. Agree. It. I think with the, I think with the DNA, man, they just started. They just blurred the lines a little bit because now a lot of stories they're checking out. Keisha's story ain't checking out. Where Kanye was at, right. checking out. A lot of things they checking out. I think they just put Tyreek in some hot water, what? and by <laughs> uh, by different situations happening that I really want to get into. Well, <laughs> look, uh, hey, 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 Jack, hey, Jack. Well. Um, a few of them alibis just don't matter no more, do they? <laughs> no, a few of them alibis don't matter at all. And I'm glad one of them don't fucking Oh, matter. my God, man. That one, Can that I was the topic? That one, too, topic. that one threw me. I'm going to let you. You got it, bro. It, it's all yours. Let me introduce that the shit topic. threw me for a loop, though. I was sitting there like, bro. Like when I text y'all and I said, the bitch is dead. (laughs) (laughs) When I text text y'all, bro, all I could text y'all was like, bruh. (laughs) Yes. I never thought. Go ahead, Jack. Go ahead and have your moment. I never thought that I would be excited. This was a moment in my life that I've been waiting for. (laughs) You understand me? To see that Keisha finally gets to shut the fuck up. Permanently. You're not made for this life. This is not for you. You wasn't mm-hmm. ready. Everybody told you you wasn't ready. Permanently shut the fuck you. up. You was going down the wrong path. What you should have been doing is you should have broke loose, kept your beauty, your beauty salon, and did your thing with, uh, with cash and went on about your business. But That's no, right. you wanted to be a gangster, right? This is what gangsters do. Now you gotta ask. You should have took that money. Shit. You should have took that money Ghost gave you last week, and you should have got the fuck out of hey, town. Hey, hey, this. But, 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 but here's the shocker though. She got to shut the fuck up permanently, but surprisingly, by the unexpected hand, I never saw that shit coming. I thought it was gonna I be. I can't the, say I didn't. I, I thought it would at least either be the Serbs to do it, or at least fucking. Tommy was gonna do it or some shit like that. I thought it was gonna I be. Some, it wasn't gonna be I Tommy. thought it was gonna be some I, shit. Was, Tommy was, was gonna, gonna get caught up in. I thought it was gonna be some shit. Tommy mm-hmm. got caught up in, and either the Serbs was gonna fucking do it or somebody was gonna do a retaliating against Tommy more so than anything. You know what? It was too cliche to have Tommy kill two girlfriends and and uh, by the same manner. Um, I I love the fact that they they let Tasha do it. I I thought that was right. 
I thought it was rightfully so. It, it was a little sad. Um, and I had a lot of people reach out to me. They was like, man, it was so sad for Tosh to kill Keisha. It wasn't necessarily no, sad. It wasn't. What, what was sad about it was that their friendship got to that. Like their friendship got to that, but at the end of the day, it's survival of the fittest. Yeah. Like we and Tosh kept about telling early. her, Tosh kept telling her previous episodes, this is not the life you want. If you want this life, this is what you need to be doing. X, Y, Z, this, and this, and this. You see clearly that Tasha was all over her. Like, why you keep looking at that purse? What's in your purse? Yeah, but she she brought that on herself because Tasha was really trying to talk her through it and trying to, you know, like Keisha was trying to make a run for her bag, you know. So what you was gonna do when you got this bag? So you gonna tell me you gonna pull your gun on me? You gonna shoot me? It was way beyond. you, I remember retro, like I can't remember what what episode that was, man. And you said that uh, Tasha is probably gonna get her hands dirty in, in this yep. season, you know. And I actually had a couple of thoughts to say it. Like I could see Tasha killing Keisha the way that it's going and the direction that the writers was pushing it. I didn't think it was gonna happen the way it did, but I could definitely, I could definitely see it. There, there was a game, there was a part of the game that Keisha just didn't understand. And she was never going to be able to understand it, especially having that with a kid. She wasn't able to do what Tasha was able to do to protect her kid. She went a different mm-hmm. route because she didn't know how. She hell, she didn't know how to do the books. She didn't know how to do a lot of shit. Like it should have been one of those situations where she should just she should have just set the back, set back, shut the fuck up, and let Tommy do his thing and stay the fuck out the way. Just be his girlfriend, and that's it. Stop trying to be his partner in his life because you're not it. You can't do that. And she was trying to be Tasha. She got in way over her head, and this was the end. Of reso- this was the end of result of it. It was sad that the friendship. It was sad that the friendship came down to that point, you know. But I can see it coming. Hell, Tasha, and, uh, Tasha, uh, Ghost and Tommy relationship came down to that point when they were trying to kill each other. So I, it, it's sad that it came down that it came down to that or whatever. And we see her playing for her life, and you know. But guess what? She protected her son once again. It was like, bitch, you think you about to get rid of my son? You got another thing coming. She protected her son. She protected her family the way. But Tasha it wasn't necessarily do. about Tariq. I mean, yeah, Tariq was a focal point of it, but it was protecting the family itself. Yeah. You know, because Keisha, you we, we've used you for alibis. We've used you to protect the family. She Tommy knew too. She knew ways. So just damn, all this, damn all what this, everything went on now. She went, she knew too. Yeah. She knew way too fucking much. Yeah, she was in too deep. She was way in too deep. And so now the only the only thing that you could possibly do right now is go away. Had she took that money that Ghost gave her and got her ass on out of town, then yeah, all right, leave with Keisha alone. Let her go on about her business. Had she just been but, doing eyelashes and eyebrows and fucking hair units and shutting the fuck up and not doing anything and sit the fuck back and just enjoy the ride and stop getting into this part of the business, she would have been fine. But no, she went run her fucking mouth, know your role, stay in your spot. Stay in your lane. Simple. <laughs> But what makes it sad? What makes it sad home. is her son. How how are they going to explain this to this 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 now little that boy? Part was sad. That part is sad. But I think I think what's gonna what's gonna help cash out is that when Tommy was buying the ring, he said, "When I do this, you know that makes me and your mother. That makes us. You know, once I do this, you know that makes us family, right?" And he said, yeah. He said, are you cool with that? 
He said, yeah. So I think really you're going to see more so like Cash start to gravitate more to Tommy because mm -hmm. Tommy was, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he was legit looking out for him. Like he was there for basketball practice. You know, after he bought Keisha the ring, he threw he threw um threw cash a couple hundred dollars that he was folding up, put he was folding up, putting it in his pocket. You know, he yeah. was he was treating him with love and everything, telling him like, hey man, I'm gonna be there to pick you up from school. If your mama can't drop you off and pick you up, I'll drop you off, pick you up. Yeah, I'll be there for your basketball games and all this other stuff. So him and Cash started to build like this bond. If Tommy hadn't done so much, if Tommy hadn't done so much, I could see that, you know, um Tommy ended up raising Cash and that ended up being his son. I, I could see I think that gonna Tommy end up has raising. done so much. Tommy needs to pay. Tommy needs to start sharing some consequences for some of the things he's. Tommy done. is he's, gonna raise kill too many people. Tommy is gonna raise them, but the people Tommy, nah. but the people Tommy has killed, you know, Tommy that he's killed. Those people, it you know, it was kind of like honestly, it was kind of like one of them situations that was it was needed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, shit. I wish he would have got his hands on Dre sooner, but fuck. You know, this this dude's still worming his way around. So you think that Proctor deserves to die? No. What about Angela? That was fucked up. Angie went too far to go back. I'm not going to say she deserved yeah. to die. She went too far to go Angie, back. Angie may have deserved to die in earlier seasons, but in the last season, she she protected. Yeah, I'm about to say she, like, she protected out all of them. I don't think she, she didn't. She didn't. Yeah, she didn't them. deserve. She didn't deserve to die. But I think she went too far to turn. She did to turn back. But I, you know I, what I'm saying because it was kind of like with Angie, it was just kind of like you damned if you do, and you damned if you don't. Because if I don't help them do this, I'm going to jail. But if I help on this hand, all their ass is going to jail. I can put a whole goddamn family, a whole goddamn family in jail. We've seen where. Um... You know, Ghost has um, suffered some consequences for his actions. You know, he's lost his family. He's lost his daughter. Um, he's lost his son. Um, he's lost his businesses at some point. He's lost his best friend. So, I mean, we've seen Ghost go through a lot of hurt. The closest that we've seen Tommy lose anything out on based off of his actions would probably be Holly, Teresi, and now Lakeisha. But I don't think that he's lost enough to... Lakeisha hurt the most. I don't think he's lost enough to make up for all the hurt that he's done. I mean, Tommy, you've done some fucked up shit to people too. And, you know, these are consequences. I mean, you can't keep going through life shooting up and killing up everybody and thinking that, you know, you're going to always come out on top. So, I mean, I, I just, I don't see Tommy, I don't see Tommy making it out. I mean, you know. You're going to jail, if anything. If he That's does go to jail, it's going to end up in a shootout. It's going to end up in a shootout, and Tommy's going to end up getting killed by the police when they're trying to take him into custody. Tommy's not going to go to jail. No, nah, Kanan went out like that. And and Tommy's going to go out the same way. Tommy's going to go out the same <laughs> way. Tommy's not going to make it to jail. Tommy's not going to make it to jail. Tommy's going to jail, and he's going to run shit from prison. Tommy going mm -hmm. to jail. Nah. Tommy we'll going to jail, man. We'll see. Tommy, only way I see Tommy going out is if the fact of the matter really comes out, and this is going to include Benny and his people, is if that go, you know what I'm saying? Ghost, I don't think gave him Tommy name. You know what I'm saying? I think Ghost gave him somebody else. 
But Personally, keep in mind, I think we that still got Alisa Marie. Anything, we still got Alisa Marie out there with the SD card. We still got Alisa Marie out there. Tommy's fact. Tommy. Tommy has done too much dirt. Is not he's not going to skate. He's not going to skate. Either he's nah, going to die by no, Benny's no, hand. No, no. no, I would say if he's going to die, it's probably going to be by Benny. But I don't think he's going to die. I think he's going to jail. Mm. That's what that's that's what I think. I mean, I'm you know, <laughs> you know. I mean, personally, I mean, a lot of people that we we want to get xed out, you know. The so one what's going to happen to Tasha? What what's going to happen to Tasha? Do you think Tommy's going to put two and two together, or is he going to blame Ghost for killing Lakeisha? Because you know that's going to be the first thing that he's probably going to assume that Ghost killed Lakeisha. So who who do you think Tommy's going to hold responsible for Lakeisha's death? Serbians. Yep. Mm, I don't think yep. so. Yep, I do. Mm-hmm. I do. They I have do. no reason. The they Serb, have no reason to kill Lakeisha. I think all up and down, they got more than enough reason to do it. They have no reason to kill Lakeisha. They had no reason to kill Lakeisha. If they would have had reason to kill Lakeisha, they would have been threatening him. But if or Ghost they, was gonna kill her, but if Ghost was gonna kill her, he would have. Yeah. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Like. She already done told Tommy, like, Ghost tried to pay me off the leave. You know what I'm saying? And she also told Tommy said, that Ghost sent the hitter after her, too. So it's going to uh, it's, it's gonna be, Tommy's going to automatically listen to Ghost. I know Ghost said he didn't do it, but you act like Tommy's going to believe him. I don't believe that. Anything, anything that negative happens, he's always going to assume that Ghost has something to do with it. Just like with I the whole Teresi thing. Look how wrong Ghost he was man. about Teresi. And he and he killed Angela behind that bullshit. Look how wrong he was when he thought that Ghost set him up to kill Teresi because he was a snitch. Ghost didn't know anything about who Teresi was snitching on. He just knew that he was snitching. He didn't know if it was on him or Tommy or whoever. And just like with Proctor, he just automatically assumed that Proctor was snitching on him, which he was. But um, Tommy always but believed that's because Sax was running his mouth when 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 Tommy was in the was in the closet, so he knew he was uh, that part. But that mouth. that goes back to what I'm trying to say. Tommy reacts off of instinct; he doesn't think things through, so he's going to automatically assume that Ghost got rid of Lakeisha to get back at him over Angie. It could be possible. I don't, I don't think he's because there's too many opportunities that they, that he had to get. Doesn't rid of matter. Eddie had another opportunity to kill Tommy, and he didn't. It, it doesn't matter. He's not going to assume that it was Tasha. I don't think he's going to assume that it was Tasha that did it. I don't think he's going to assume that it's Tasha. Nobody's going to assume that it was Tasha. Or if she tell Ghost. I wonder if she is going to tell anyone. Um, I don't know. <sighs> it's going to be see. interesting to see how this, this plays out. So we got, what, uh, two more episodes before we take our break? Before, yeah, break, episodes, yeah. before we get our break so we got a lot that's got to be told still we got to still figure out what's going to happen with Elisa Marie we still got to figure out what's going to happen with Benny we're going to see if Ghost is going to get rid of Tate because it seems like Tate's getting ready to start threatening um, him about his past and revealing some of his dirty laundry so it looks like we're going to have to deal with Tate and then um, we'll see what happens so I guess we'll go ahead and wrap up this week's episode Wait, 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 Retro, you about to do it all wrong, bro. How about we do it all need wrong, bro? predictions? Oh, we need predictions. predictions. We need it. What's happening, man? Who dying next? Shit. Who's dying next? Who's dying next episode? Who dying next episode? 
Jack. I'm giving it to Sax. Fuck this. Jack, who you think die next episode? <laughs> um, I don't think nobody gonna die next episode. If it is gonna be Sax, he's gonna kill himself. Sex. That's what I I'm don't saying. know now because it seems like every episode, himself. every episode, somebody don't die. Somebody died on every episode so far. So Sax down, uh, Sax down next. Put his head under the guillotine. <laughs> I, All I right. think if it, if it's gonna be anybody, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool with Saxon. He'll kill himself. I'm gonna say yep. it's Dre. You gonna say it's Dre? It's gonna so be nobody either gonna Dre, the two bit, or uh, it's gonna, Spanky. Did we see them this episode? I mean, those boys are just kind of floating around out there right now. Tommy's grieving right now, so Tommy's gonna be on a vengeance right now. So he's not gonna Fact. necessarily he's not gonna necessarily be concerned about Big G right now. He's gonna probably be pissed off about that right now. But right now, Tommy wants somebody to drop for. He Lakeisha. might shoot the shit out of two bit if he say something the wrong way, though. Tommy's gonna fucking rage, bro. That's all I. Yeah, can he's gonna rage. He's gonna go off. Uh, and it could be Councilman Tate. It could be Councilman Tate. I mean, if we've gotten rid of him now, he's no longer useful <laughs> to us. You said so. Okay, so you want to put Tate on the chopping block? All right, cool. I'm gonna put Tate, gonna put Tate or Dre on the chop, chopping block because neither saying, one of them I, are useful I'll, to us I'll anymore. I'll say sex. I'll say sex and Tate. I I would say honestly, honestly, in my honest opinion, I don't think nobody's gonna die this episode because we only got two more left. I think the cliffhanger is gonna come in the 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 tenth episode because you got to give us a cliffhanger in order for us to wait until the other episodes happen. So that's when I think somebody. I gonna hate to tell y'all die. this, y'all banking on um Sax to die, but Sax we still Sax gonna kill himself. Sax is still useful to us. I'm sorry. He's and I want that much longer to die. Dude, you already just don't know how and I was on the edge. You know what? I, I ain't even gonna say nothing. I ain't gonna even say nothing. He's already I, lost it all. He's already lost it all, but yeah. he's got an opportunity to redeem himself. We've seen Angela down and out where she's lost it all and damn near fired. We've seen Greg lost it all, damn near down and out and was fired. And they all bounced back from it. And so, they all died. <laughs> they all died, yes. But they still end up redeeming themselves regardless of whether or not they died or not. They were still able to redeem themselves where their job is concerned. So I'm pretty sure that Sax is going to come up with some way to redeem himself. That was, think about it. If he was going to die, he would have died this episode when there was an opportunity for him to die. They're not going to leave him alive to kill him again. I'm just saying, yeah, okay. I, don't think, I, I, don't think it was, I don't think it was going to be anybody. But if he, I have to, he's got some use. I'm telling you, guess, we still got some use out of here. Everybody, Dre will make more sense in the tenth episode because there's your cliffhanger for when they start book two. There goes mm-hmm. your cliffhanger. That'll be like, oh shit, Dre is dead. Mm-hmm. It, but if I got to pick somebody, it'll be Sax. If I have to pick somebody, or, or Sax by suicide, or if 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 things go the way you guys say they're gonna go, it could be Jason. It could I mean, be Jason. It's probably gonna be Jason. Yeah, fuck him, man. He need to go. Fuck him too. He probably gonna die somewhere. If anything, if he go out, I know he's I'm, probably I'm going out somewhere the in the middle. Money. I'm tired of him shaking the family down for money. He don't rob us. He going. He going out. Some. He going out somewhere in the middle. And somebody going. It could be end. somebody that we don't even. It could be someone that we're not even expecting to die next season, like Vincent. Because don't don't Ghost ain't gotten over the fact that you know Vincent did what he did to Tariq. Even though Tasha knows that Tariq was part of the setup, Ghost still doesn't know that. And so, you know, like Ghost told Benny that night, Bad. you know, I haven't, I, I, I haven't forgotten. You know, I won't forgive him for what he's done. So, you know, Vincent is still kind of a threat. He's not so much of a threat, but he's still kind of like a threat to the organization. 
So we could get rid of him too. Um, I can see him go and, and not blink an eye about it. But I don't think Cooper Sacks is going to go yet because Cooper Sacks is going to get back on top. You watch. He's going to end up being a new Warren. Yeah, well, I can say this. You know, we missed it last uh, episode. And um, I've, I've been trying to make it a um, a great deal to, people, you know, kind of pay attention and, you know, check it out. Because, um, you know, uh, R.I.P. to our, our boy Joey Proctor over there that always stayed with the Fresh Force. But um, last episode, Tubit had the gold toes on. Yeah, yeah, and he had the Royals. He had the Royals on, too. You know, um, so, you know, we're starting to see the sticker game step up a little bit. Uh, this episode, <laughs> these episodes this season, you know, we started to see, you know, Proctor always kept on a nice pair of fours. You're right. Damn, man. I miss Proctor already, man. That was my dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. But man, it's been real, man. You know, uh, man, shout out to all our listeners. You know, shout out to you guys. And, um, you know, overall, I mean, not bad. I mean, I, I've, I've read a lot of um, comments about people saying they don't like um, this season to me, I think this is one of the best seasons that we've seen in power. It's yeah, been very yeah, it's, it's, it's cutting, it's cutting straight to the shit right now. Like it's like there's a lot of mixed feelings on it. But I have, a, I have some mixed feelings when it comes to the writing and the storytelling and the continuity I can agree of things. With that. I can agree but with as far that. as the action, um, I think the action forward is really good. I mean, we see action in every episode just about, so I really like that. Um, and I think we're 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 getting somewhere. It's just going to be very interesting to see how they continue this uh, with all the characters that they've killed off. I mean, if some of them were written off, um, it would be easier to kind of resurrect some of these stories. But, you know, pretty much all of our character base is being killed off. So, you know, it's making room for new characters. I get that. But it's just it's not going to be power without certain characters. So it's just going to be very interesting to see how they're going to continue a, a power series without certain characters being a part of that. So it's going to be very interesting to see who survives. That's why I feel like, for the most part, Ghost is going to survive. Um, I think yeah, Ghost, def- I Ghost think definitely going to make it out of it. He making it fine. Ghost going, if anybody him. make it out of it, is Ghost going to make it out of it. And I think Ghost going to have a spot in D.C. because Ghost is probably – I thought it was going to happen this season. I mean, this episode, but it didn't. Um, I'm going to see. I'm going to make another prediction that Ghost is going to tap Ramona next uh this Sunday. I hope that he's able to flip her to the dark side, and I hate that because anyone that flips over to the dark side with the family end up losing their life. I like Ramona, but I think it's going to be another Angie and um Ghost type situation if she doesn't know him for his truths. If um, she keeps thinking that he's this legitimate businessman and that um, pulled himself up out of bootstraps, then she's going to be very disappointed when she finds out who he really is. So I think at some point she and I don't think that she's all legit either. I think there's something there's something about her, too. I don't know what it is. Well, y'all heard it. Y'all heard what he said. He said, do you know about the when Tay said, you know, about that man's past? She said, no, but I know who he is right now and I like him. But going back to Alphonse when he um, was sticking up the club and she told him, you know, you think this is the first time a gun has been in my face? So it's something about her. I don't know if she's going to be riding out like Tasha. And I think that her and Tasha is going to have some conflict over Ghost because it seems like Ghost and Tasha are somewhat trying to get back to. Yeah, I don't think they're getting back. Not to their marriage, but to their partnership. 
to the it might partnership. be a partnership. I, I, think I think their marriage is done for, but I think as far as a partnership, and I think eventually Ghost is going to end up accepting the fact that Tariq is wanting to live his life of crime. And then it could be Ghost versus Tasha when it comes to trying to save Tariq. But until Tariq wants to be saved, it don't matter what his mama do, it doesn't matter what his daddy do, that Tariq is going to continue to do what he wants to do. And until until he makes that decision for himself, what he wants to do with his life, then you know Tariq is lost cause. Now, what would be dope is if Tariq goes away and go to jail for a little while and grows up. He in might. Jail, I can see that shit happening. I thought and about then that. comes out like, uh, and, and and then be the man after that. He would be Tariq's everything. He young. would be every. He would be everything, but he would be everything. Everything would be done except for that. Tariq got a body. Tariq has sold drugs. Tariq has lied. Tariq has fucking set other motherfuckers up. He's plotting and playing. He just stole shit. Tariq he ain't went to jail yet. He ain't I went think, to jail yet. I, I think that he's going to fall for this whole Ray Ray thing. I think he's going to fall down for that. It's just, it, it's also going to be interesting to see what Tasha's going to do with this whole daycare. Well, um, if anything, he's going to be I charged like, as a like juvenile, she, so he has got out the girls no at the strip club uh, moving weight for her right now. I like that. I think Tasha's going to end up growing her a little mini kingpin of her own. I think she's going to have her own little, um, you know, thing going on for a little while, but I, I just... You know, we still got to see where things are going to go with Tasha and this Q guy, which we haven't seen any more of. Um, Zig, I think, I think we're going to get him killed. I don't know who's going to kill him. I don't know if it's going Ghost, to be Ghost, kill him. or Ghost. Somebody's going to kill him. We're going to get rid of him because they already talk about his drugs and shit anyway. So she's not going to continue to move weight for him. Tasha's going to get a new connect, and I don't know if it's going to be Jason and the Serbians that she's end up moving weight for. But I think Tasha's going to get a real connect. And um, and it could be Mary J. Blige. It could be Mary J. Blige. She might be the new drug queenpin um, that come through um, in the next show. We might see that dynamic for her because very interesting to see what her character is going to be for book two. But um, it's just going to be very interesting to see how all this ends up, um, how they're going to wrap all this up because um, you know pretty much everyone at the courthouse and the FBI is dead. So. You know, we'll get new characters with them. Like I said, Sax might end up coming out on top and he might be the new um, head honcho and he's going to continue to pursue ghosts. Um, so I guess we'll just see what next week brings. I mean, uh, episode nine, so it should be a pretty lit one. Episode oh, 10, yeah. we know it's going to be lit. So um, there's some real shit going to happen in episode 10. Um, like um, Jack said, we got to have our cliffhanger for our break. So... Um, mm-hmm. And um, that might be where Tariq goes down for, you know, the whole Ray Ray thing. But Blanca, she don't got old to a bone right now. She ain't finna let that shit go. So, yeah. And I I think that Tommy might go down for Angela's murder. So we'll see what happens with that. Or either that, that gun. Because keep in mind, we all said from episode one that that gun is coming back up. So Mm -hmm. we we hadn't heard the last of that. So it'll be very interesting to see. Thanks. All right, fellas. Well, we appreciate everyone um, listening on our show and um, tune in for us next week. And um, they say it's a big, rich town. It's a big, rich town. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a, big, a big, dead town. Everybody dying. <laughs> Follow us on our social media, y'all. TSF Entertainment. Hey, we out, y'all.
Later. Peace. You are now listening to TSF Entertainment Podcast.